75 degrees, 423 on the DWS News Hour. John W. Kent is Professor Emeritus of Business Administration at the University of Illinois, and he has looked into extensively the world of gambling. The latest now, the U.S. Supreme Court removing a ban on sports gambling in the state of New Jersey, opening the door for the rest of the country. John Kent joins us now on the phone. John, thank you for your time. You're not a fan of sports gambling from uh, impact on the society. Why? Well, uh, uh, this is really not about limited types of sports gambling. This is really about opening the door to uh, having sports gambling on every kid's cell phone, on every collegiate cell phone in real time where people can actually bet on the next pass to be thrown in a football game. And the NCAA and uh, uh, other sports uh, leagues have been very disturbed about this and, and how it would protect the integrity of sports. The original legislation was designed by uh, New Jersey Senator U.S. Bradley, a professional basketball legend. Uh, and so he got it. Uh, the Congress got it. They passed this law. It's been attacked by the gambling lobbyists for years, and they finally got it struck down uh, in the Supreme Court decision decided yesterday. So is there any chance, though, that sports betting is different than the— because I know you have written on the negative effects of other forms of gambling, but could this be a little bit different than how those gaming systems work? Uh, yes, it's even more negative, and my colleagues and I have also written on the sports gambling problems. Now, the, the original legislation, uh, the Bradley Bill, uh, known as PASPA, the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act, uh, and the title says it all, allowed limited uh, 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 sports gambling in uh, Las Vegas, in Nevada, and in three other states. They were sort of grandfathered in under the legislation. Uh, but um, the negative impacts of widespread sports gambling uh, literally are designed to hook kids uh, among the medical professions, among psychologists, psychiatrists, the American Medical Association. Uh, gambling among kids um, combined with sports gambling, their risk-taking, their naivety is known as the crack cocaine of creating new addicted gamblers, particularly among young people. Uh, and this is going to have a, a huge socioeconomic negative impact on communities and and also on the integrity of sports. The, the billions of dollars that are going to be involved in this are just um, tough for people to resist. Could regulation help with all of this akin to Let's say alcohol. I mean, you know, obviously kids, some kids drink alcohol, but it's largely regulated and kept out of their hands. Well, basically, that's what this uh, uh, Bradley bill was doing, was regulating. It was limiting sports gambling. Uh, there were regulations around it, and now all that's gone. Now, I, I, when I say all that's gone, uh, I have to qualify that by saying that the Justice Department can still enforce the Wire Act and prohibit interstate uh, bets involving sports gambling. And so uh, the U.S. Justice Department still has the Wire Act in force, which was promoted and actually passed by former U.S. Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy to combat organized crime. 
So I think people need to just watch the movies, watch American Hustle, uh, watch Casino, or watch other things that are on TV and realize that when this goes widespread, uh, there are going to be deleterious effects that uh, the general public doesn't realize. But the gambling lobbyists do, and they are salivating and standing in line promoting things like daily fantasy sports and other types of manipulations of the Internet that involve sports gambling uh, because they know they can make billions of dollars, and they're in a gray area. They're still in a gray area. Uh, but they're pushing it because there are billions of dollars that they can make, uh, and uh, the money's just too large to, for them to resist. We're with John Kent, Professor Emeritus from the University of Illinois in business. Uh, as it stands right now, I'm holding my smartphone here in the state of Illinois. Can I bet on sports? Uh, well, that's, a, that's a good question. The when I was at the university, and, and I'm still doing some research and teaching there, uh, the uh, I would have a class of 300, and I would ask the young men in particular, I uh, would say, how many of you have bet on sports, on Internet gambling? Uh, and a, a majority of them would just raise their hands. And I would say at the time it was definitely a felony and prohibited under federal law. Now, um, and there are reasons for that, and we've touched on a couple of those already. But I'll also point out just one case in, at the University of Wisconsin where a young man betting on sports gambling on the Internet lost his tuition money, walked into a room full of the people who were promoting this, uh, other young men, and killed three other young men and then committed suicide himself. So this is, this is a, a hidden uh, social problem. And for the, actually, the U.S. Supreme Court really, in its decision, threw the ball back to the Congress and said, look, you're going to have to just prohibit this across the board. We didn't like this particular statute. Now, uh, Justice Ginsburg criticized her colleagues on this, as did other members of the court. It was a divided decision. It said, you shouldn't have thrown out the baby with the bathwater. You should have saved part of the statute, severed you know, the the part that was was uh, of concern to the court. But the court actually just got rid of the whole statute. And so all the protections technically are gone. Uh, and uh, lobbyists are lining up in state after state saying, oh, we're going to promote state-by-state uh, -state legislation to regulate gambling. Actually, it's not really going to regulate the gambling. It's window dressing in all of these states where my colleagues and I have been testifying over the years. Um, and it's really designed to promote their agendas and to enrich their coffers at the expense not only of the public and young people, but also they're, they're just giving peanuts to the states in tax revenues. But the states are going for it, and um, that's unfortunate. John Kent is the senior editor of the book, The Gambling Threat to Economies and Financial Systems, Internet Gambling. He's Professor Emeritus of Business Administration at the University of Illinois. Professor Kent, thank you so much for your time. Well, thanks for your good work in informing and educating the public.